Welcome to the Adam State Football Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Webb, and today I sit down with Tyree Walton, former Adam State running back. Tyree graduated from Adam State in 2009 with his degree in business administration, and his athletic and academic accomplishments earned him some recognition from the National Football Foundation. These would not be the last awards that Tyree would earn himself. Tyree started his banking career in 2010 as a teller and worked his way all the way up to where he's at today, which is the Vice President of Wealth Management with U.S. Banks. He's been recognized in the Denver metro area as a 40 under 40 talent for his work in banking and in the community. A chance encounter at a pizza place going the extra mile got Tyree an opportunity to start working as a referee. He is now in Birmingham, Alabama as we speak getting ready to referee for the USFL. He also referees for the NCAA at the Division I level. Tyree now supports Adams State by serving on the Adams State Foundation Board. Today we talk about his great story. And now, a 5'6", 180-pound running back out of Las Vegas, Nevada, number one, Tyree Walton. Before we get started, this will be a pause for the cause, but this one's a little bit different. So I want to tell you about an event in the Denver metro area that has been set up to reconnect Adams State alumni and Adams State football players. The event is being held on June the 23rd in Centennial, Colorado from 5 to 8 p.m. at Top Golf. You can bring one individual if you go through the link in the description of this podcast below and sign up. What you're going to want to do, follow that link and sign up. Or if you need to make a phone call in to get yourself a spot, you can call 719-587-7609. You could talk to Uriah, Ashley, or Wes at the Adams State Foundation that can get you set up again. We're trying to reconnect some of the Adams State alumni, Adams State football players in the Denver metro area. Look for more of these types of events to be coming in different places all around where we have Adams State alumni. Now enjoy the episode, like, subscribe, and share. Here we go. Tyree Walton, the mic is hot, and you're coming hot out of Birmingham, Alabama right now. Tyree, what are you doing in Birmingham, Alabama? Steamy, steamy. Trying to stay out the way, out of the sun. Yeah, it's about 100 degrees right now in, in Birmingham, Alabama. But, uh, uh-huh. yeah, I'm at, I'm, there's this new football league called the uh, USFL, and so I am a official referee uh, out here. So we have a game this, this coming weekend. So I'm here relaxing, getting ready, prepped for, for our two games this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you were telling you, so you had quite the trip just getting there, some complications with uh, with travel, but you had talked about how important it was for you to be there, get your mind right for all the attention that has to go into being a referee. Yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the game. It's uh, it's it's mental, uh, it's you know, mentally and physically demanding, especially, mm-hmm. you know, with, with traveling to, to different cities kind of on a, on a weekly basis. So I like to get in, get in early, typically a couple of days in advance just to relax, relax the mind, relax the body, get a little workout in, get 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 right for the game. 
Um, but yeah, this 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 week was a little bit different travel. So our flight was canceled, and so I had to pull an all-nighter, sleep at the airport uh, mm -hmm. in Chicago. So not the not the funnest times, but made it here safe, and and that's what's most important. Yeah, um, I, I think that the, the, these are some patterns that I that I see as far as you and your preparation. Um, you know, my observations of you uh, since we were teammates for four years, and I want to talk about. Uh, talk about how you develop those processes. Um, and uh, I, let's go ahead. Let's clear some titles out of the way right now. So you are a professional referee. You're reffing for the USFL. You're reffing for NCAA Division I games. But you also have a couple of other roles. Um, tell us what you do at the bank and tell us what you've been doing for Adams State recently. Just those titles. Yeah, uh I appreciate it, AJ. And before we kind of kick off my story and journey, um, you know, I just want to want to want to give a quick shout out to you uh, and the kudos for everything that you've been doing, your preparation, your hard work uh, for Adam State, for for me in general, and really just reconnecting and bringing everyone together. I think it's I think it's inspiring for for us all. Um, we haven't had a platform like this before that we can just really kind of reconnect, chop it up hear everyone's stories, where they're, where they're at now in their lives and their, their careers. And so I am, I am grateful for you, for, for the podcast that you've, you've done thus far. Uh, and it's really uh, refreshing to me to, to, to hear from, from, from old guys, old teammates, and see what they're doing now. So AJ, I mean, you're a professor, you're killing it. Thank you for, for everything you've done. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep, keep, keep following you, keep leading the way, my brother. I appreciate it. Well, no, I I, uh, I I really appreciate that. Um, it's a labor of love. It takes some extra time and some thinking, but uh, I I love all my teammates so much. I love Adam State football so much, and uh, and I'll throw a thank you back to you because um, you know you're a, you're a busy guy. We'll talk about what you do at the bank here in a second, but you're a busy guy, and so for you to do your professional referee work, your work at the bank, and to serve on the foundation board at Adam State. That's a that's a big deal. And so what what do, uh, so you're on the foundation board? Does it have any like formal title or anything like that? Um, no, no. And uh, I mean, it, for for me, you know, Dr. Crowder obviously is a man that that's that's mm -hmm. a legend, right? At at at, at a stage, just walking mm -hmm. around, legend, right? Looking looking up to him. I mean, since I was mm -hmm. a since I was a young pup, uh, now my best friend. That I grew up in and grew up with is the head coach at Adam State, Joel mm -hmm. Harrison. So they they yeah, we'll talk about Coach Harrison. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they both reached out to me and asked me to be a part um, of the Adam State Foundation Board. Um, and then so when when they told me, I think it's always, and I mean at the end of the day, it's always an honor and a privilege, whether it's your your, mm -hmm. your high school that you went to, your college just to serve in some capacity with the institution that, that, that really helped raise you uh, to some degree. So when they, mm -hmm. they reached out to me and asked me to be on the board, you know, I was excited and, and, and couldn't help to, and couldn't wait really to give back. And that's what we're, we're doing now. Um, mm -hmm. Just, just working together to, um, to, to uplift communities, um, get more, you know, obviously income to the board because that, that drives the success of a mm -hmm. great institution. Absolutely. And, and speaking of income, let's talk about that cash money real quick. Um, <laughs> and cause I do want to, I do want to unpack your story going, uh, you know, from the 2010 up through where you're at now in banking, but just real quick, what is your title 
at U.S. Bank? Man, first of all, you got all the money, big professor, big time. Now you know you're taking <laughs> over the you're taking over the business world down there. But uh, for me, I am uh, I'm, I'm with U.S. Bank. That's the company that I, that I work for, and I am uh, uh -huh. VP in uh, in our private wealth division. So I am an advisor, um, uh -huh. essentially helping high net worth individuals um, grow and preserve their wealth. That's what's up. Well, Tyree, I, uh, I'm, you know, I don't know if, uh, as a young pup, you saw yourself in this situation, professional referee, uh, very successful, uh, bank, uh, vice president executive and, uh, serving your alma mater, but let's, uh, let's rewind the clock a little bit, Tyree. And I want to talk about your origin story. Okay. Yeah. Tell me where were you born? Oh man, taking it back. Uh, we're taking I it was back. Born yeah. in, we're taking it way, way back. So I work. I was born in Pensacola, Florida. So I have a you know kind of a interesting story. My my father was in the was in the military. Um, uh -huh. So he was in the he was in the navy. So we and my mom is actually from Oxford, England, from overseas, and he's uh -huh. originally from um, Southeast Georgia. So they they met um, randomly in, in Spain. Uh, she moved she moved to the states. And we just moved around a lot when I was a uh, when I was really young. So you know, we uh -huh. were born in born born in Florida, Maryland, Virginia, and then our family ended up settling by the time I was around nine years old uh, in Las Vegas, Nevada. So that's where I where I grew up was in uh, Las Vegas. Awesome. Well, I got a lot of love for Vegas. I had a granny, and she would uh, you know bounce around, but she had a condo in Vegas, so we'd go and. Uh, we, we go visit. And, um, so what was, what was it like for you? Uh, you know, so let's, let's jump off from right there. Um, you're nine years old, you're in Vegas. What sports did you have going on at, uh, at nine years old, if any? Yeah. So I, uh, you know, my first, my first love, um, was that was actually football, man. I grew up a, a huge Barry Sanders fan. Right. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not the biggest guy in the world. So I, so I loved, I loved him uh, and everything he brought to the game, obviously his, his swag, but he also had that humility about him, right? Just hand the ball to the ref, act like he'd been there before. Don't see that mm -hmm. much anymore. So, so I grew up um, just idolizing the game of football. I mean, even, even mm -hmm. my mom said, we had a cousin that played for the Washington Redskins. And one of my first words was the Redskins. So, <laughs> uh, started started playing football at that time and uh and yeah that was that was pretty much it other than other than just being playground legend and, and basketball and things like that so i just played around uh, yeah all, all 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 different kind of sports but but my my my, my number one was was football especially at that age uh-huh well that's that's real impressive that was your uh your first word and you're exposed to it because you got a family member there um but you also uh, you're also a pretty accomplished wrestler too, Tyree. So tell me when, when's the first time that you play some organized football and when's the first time that you start wrestling? Yeah. So like I said, I, you know, football was, football was early on. I had an older brother that, that I guess we wrestled all the time. So I used to fight him mm -hmm. at the house mm -hmm. uh, and he mm -hmm. was, he was four or five years older, older than me. He's five years older than me. So that's probably where my competitive spirit came along and I was uh -huh. always trying to beat him and, and, and fight him. And so we wrestled in the house all the time. 
And so mm -hmm. I honestly didn't. And then I also had a, had a great mentor and a best friend um, that I grew up with as well. Uh, his name is Kerwin Allerly. He started me in wrestling in the Tyree, I lost you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry. Yep, yep. Cut that. Um, but oh, you're good. so, uh, Kerwin. Yeah, so you had a you had a mentor that started you in wrestling. Yes, yes. Uh, so seventh grade, I, I I wrestled, but I was terrible. Man, I'll, I'll be honest with uh -huh. you. I was uh, sh I was short and fat, and I honestly don't remember <laughs> winning winning a uh, winning a match ever. I mean, you you. You uh, have a son now that's wrestling. Love the videos that you send yeah. me and kind of ask yeah. for pointers and tips. And so uh -huh. you can tell how hard it is starting that late in a in a sport so competitive when when kids are wrestling. Oh yeah. Now at, at four, four four years old, my son is seven. He's wrestling and so so yeah. But then mm -hmm. and then they moved they moved away to Arizona, your neck of the woods. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. when I went to the eighth eighth grade, so I honestly didn't wrestle again. And then until okay. my fresh until my freshman year, um, it, coach was kind of out recruiting, uh, and, and and I think it was like in PE or something. He matched a couple people together and see you know just just one it was just play wrestling. I ended up like slamming this kid. And, yeah. Uh, coach comes and the whole the whole like PE all you know friends were oh man I didn't know you could do that. Uh -huh. And so anyways he he made me uh, wrestle from that point on. And wrestling okay. was just so nat wrestling was just so natural to me. Um, it came awesome. came really easy, easy, and so I, I I did some some really good things. State champion. I was an all American, and so yeah. I, I skyrocketed, and that 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 sport just clicked. What do you think? Uh, what do you think changed between that seventh grade outing? You said you're a little you're a little short for your weight at that point, and then uh, yeah. you, you take a year off. Did you did you start like you know, did the, 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 the puberties kick in? Did your body start changing or did you just get a little bit of extra competitive fire and start, start smashing that, uh, that changed that freshman year? Probably a little bit of both, man. All of it. And I had a, a small little growth spurt, not, not, not the, not the best in the world, but, uh, yeah. Uh -huh. And I actually ended up, I broke my foot too. So I broke my foot I okay. think in my, my eighth grade year. And so I mm -hmm. knew even at that early odds, I was like, man, I can't sit around. I'll be extremely mm -hmm. short and pudgy. And so my mom <laughs> bought a bought, my mom bought me a weight bench. I was I was working out all the time. I kind of okay. even even at, even at that age, I was working on my my diet. And so when I got to uh -huh. high school, I thinned out a little bit. Uh, it, but even my freshman year, obviously, I'm I was still raw when I when I started wrestling. And um, uh -huh. coach said said if I wanted to be varsity, I cut down. And so I I I, I lost like. 15 to 20 pounds right away my freshman year uh -huh. and I was 100 119 pounds believe it or not um and I just took a I took a lot of a lot of butt whoopings even even my first year in in high school and then they just says you know what at the end of the day I'm not gonna let these 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 cats these dudes keep keep working you know beat me mm -hmm. up and so I just I turned it on pretty much year round with wrestling Came back that mm -hmm. sophomore year, and I believe I placed third or fifth, really second, mm -hmm. which is unheard of in state. Um, really, my really my second year wrestling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you figured it out. That was something. Uh, that was something when you addressed the team during two day camp. You hit that a couple of times. You figured it out. You you know figured out the work. You figured out the nutrition. 
that's a uh, th- that's awesome. So, how about freshman year playing some football? How'd that go for you? In high school or or, or out of state? In, yeah, high school. High school. Uh, yeah. So, um, like I said, I, I played high school or football growing up, so it was so it was good. Um, and I, I was just obviously on the freshman team. I remember uh, a best friend of mine. Jamal Brumfield, he was another person I we, we started. He was a person I chased every single day because I thought he was just mm-hmm. this this gazelle, right? This great mm-hmm. football player that I haven't seen before. We started the, the first day of camp and we're running, we're running around the field. And I'm and I have still a short legs at this time. This guy is just moving. And so mm-hmm. um yeah, so I just he was a person I kind of had my eye on and always wanted to to emulate with and uh or emulate and so and so we actually ended up being a, a two-headed tandem for our for our mm-hmm. high school team as, as as running backs, and probably us at that time one of the best in the in the state. And so mm-hmm. freshman year, out of the day, out of the great and powerful. Uh, oh, I hope I don't get this wrong. Palaverde. Palaverde, yes, Palaverde. Yeah, yeah, buddy. We were, we were we were a little powerhouse powerhouse back then. There we go. There we go. Um, so so you guys uh freshman freshman year you're crushing it um what's the rest of your high school career look like uh when do you start playing with uh coach harrison yeah so uh coach harrison he's you know honestly he was a he was a little phenom at that at that time uh Uh yeah he 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 was he he really kind of took our, our team to the next level. I would never want to tell him that or anything, <laughs> especially I was, yeah. I was, I was, I was young for my, for my, uh, for my age group actually. But so, but I was still older and I was older by grade to him. So I kind of took him under, under my wing a little bit and we just, we just connected. Um, uh-huh. But, but yeah, he, so he started, he started uh, as a sophomore. He was a, he was okay. a quarterback. Uh, for our team, uh-huh. you know, no coach Harrison, he's like six, two or six, four. I don't know what he is. Yeah, Huge yeah. size that, that could run like a gazelle at that time and play defense. And so he was, uh-huh. he was obviously, he was a starting quarterback and he was tough to bring down with our, our uh-huh. fast kind of running backs on the, on the edge. We it was a, it was a tough team. I gotcha. I didn't, I didn't know that he played quarterback. And so, so the, when I first met coach Harrison, I liked him immediately. Um, yeah. And then uh, they explained that you two were boys. So I was like, okay, Tyree co-signs on this guy. This guy is awesome. <laughs> and then I found out that he was a dude. Then I found out he was a dude, that he played at Mizzou, um, that he had a, a variety of experience and was a really, really good uh, was a really good high school player. Didn't know that he played quarterback, but it makes sense. I mean, he's got a real, you know, a, a, a leadership capability about him. So mm-hmm. he helped take you guys to uh, – Playing, playing some uh, pretty serious football there out of Palo Verde and Vegas. Yeah, um, and so I, even when I came to Adams State, which was frustrating when I when I first started my career there at Adams, because I was I was so used to winning. Like I, I thought. Oh, that's, okay. That's really, well, let's, let's, I really thought that's all we did. That's all we all we did mm-hmm. was, was when we were we were, we were undefeated here, mm-hmm. lost in the semifinals, and then of course uh, when I leave when I graduate uh Drell and those 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 son of a guns they actually won the state championship oh that's awesome so he's a champ too dang champ um so yeah. you handed you helped you helped set him up you helped set him up you uh you handed the torch down 
and uh, you me. gave him the fire, and they took a they took advantage of it, got the strap. And that's it. That's it still awesome. never gave me that's a ring. Awesome. It still never gave me a ring though, but <laughs> let's uh let's talk about how you find Adam State uh Tyree because I imagine it's your senior year, you're crushing it at wrestling. Yeah. I bet you there's some people talking to you. Uh you're crushing it in football, you're about to hand it off to the future state champs. Um, but like you said earlier, uh you have a lot of blessings and five, six running backs. Did I get five, six right? Yes. Some okay. I, I was kidding. All right. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what, uh, what was, what was your recruiting like for that? Well, how did you find Adam state? Tell us, um, you know, you're, you're done with your senior year of sports. How do you end up at Adam state? Yeah. Even however many years later, this is, um, I still probably don't have the best answer for how I ended up finding Adam state. Uh-huh. Um, but, so I took off so 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 fast in wrestling, and I think I think um, coaches and in, in universities and institutions saw that trajectory uh, and really wanted to see that at the next level. So I remember my my high school mm-hmm. coach from wrestling, you know, at, you know, came to me one day and and uh, and said the University of Oregon wants to wants to wants to speak with you and and um, you know maybe have a conversation. And uh, and I, I I just was completely turned turned off. I had won a state championship. I was young. I thought you know. I accomplished everything in this sport that, that I essentially mm-hmm. felt like I could accomplish. And football was always my first love and, and, and journey and passion. And so I was just knocking on, an every, on every door uh, and wanted to just play football at the next level. Um, mm-hmm. And then my, my, my college coach came to me and said that, that, that Adam State reached out somehow. Um, and uh, liked, liked what they saw, I guess, and wanted to, wanted to offer me uh, a scholarship. So it, it wasn't even a thought process to me. I, I knew nothing about Colorado, essentially nothing about Adam state. It was like, yep, sign it up. I'll, I'll do it. it anything to, to just go play football and just defy everyone. Everyone's telling me that, to, that I, I'm, I'm, I'm destined to go wrestle. Uh, I was mm-hmm. a hard head and wanted to, and wanted to do something else. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I just never even took a, never even took a recruiting, recruiting trip to, to okay. state, believe it or not. Just came I in, just, came uh, in blind. I, I, I just came in the came in the camp, drove out with drove out with my mom. We're only about I think I don't forget what an hour away, and I see Las Vegas, New Mexico. I'm thinking as a young kid, shit, I think we're going the wrong way. <laughs> uh, but but uh, yeah, just dropped in dropped in the Alamosa, and ended up staying there uh, all four years. Uh huh. So do you? Uh, what were your first impressions rolling into? The dirty mo, side unseen. Oh, Who were some of the first uh, teammates that you uh, that you met and you clicked with? What were your first impressions coming in? Oh man, the first impression. You're not in where Vegas am anymore. I at? No, I'm not in <laughs> Vegas. Where where am I at? Um, now you guys got it made down there in Alamosa. There's a Starbucks. There's everything going oh, yeah. on going on now. Uh-huh. But at that time, <laughs> man, it was just a just a Walmart, and so yeah. Yeah, I am. I am completely, completely culture shock. Like, man, what is, uh-huh. what is this? Um, uh-huh. But that's kind of that grit. That's kind of that that grit and grind, that resiliency that you um, that you see from some people in the valley. I've I had it even coming from a from a big city, um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I just you know showed up at the dorms and I I showed up and, and wanted to work and and wanted to win and, and meet a lot of people. Uh, one mm-hmm. of the first first people. Uh, I ever met and clicked with, we were kind of standing in line. It must've been, I don't know, going into Plackey or something, uh, was Quindaro Harrison. 
Quindaro. Uh, Q. Yeah, Q. Q. Plead the fifth. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, indeed, man. You say that name, you all instantly just start laughing. Yeah. Um, but 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 yeah. So he just. I mean, it must have just been like two two short guys looked at looked at each other. We just, we just instantly, <laughs> Instantly connected right away, and uh, you know, obviously uh-huh. went back to went back to the dorm room, started playing Madden or whatever, uh-huh. talking talking trash. Uh, mm-hmm. And so yeah, that was that was probably the first person I I connected with and linked up with. Ah, uh, God bless Black. God bless Quindaro Harrison. Uh, he was one of the first people I remember, you know, coming in and seeing the next year when I came to Adam State, and just to hear, you know, just to, just to to see his enthusiasm and his fire and getting us hype on Saturdays with the Grizz, Grizz, Grizzly. Oh, that was the best. Oh, yeah. I, I, I thought about that the other week, and I and I messaged him on Facebook. I said, how'd that go? And he told me how it goes, and I got tingles. Um, but you uh, – so you roll in. So that's the fall of 2005. How the how does that year go, your first year? Um, did, did you did you redshirt? Did you put how, – how'd it go? Yeah, yeah, I redshirted that year, and so, uh-huh. um, and, and that team was really, really good, actually. That's and a good so year. I was, okay, uh-huh. it, it was, it was a, it was a really, really good year. Um, so mm-hmm. they had the, you know, top rank, uh, defense. Uh, yep. I think in the country, the country number Charles, one defense Charles, in uh, the nation. Yep. And they played Charles for the strap. Good. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did. So they lost to I think they lost to Mines at the you know, right at mm-hmm. right at the end. And so um that's when I was like, Okay, yeah, we're 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 building something here. The offense yeah. was, was, was 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 shaky. Uh uh-huh. and so I felt, you know, I felt really, really good. And you know, if I could plug in be a be a piece on here and uh really the defense stay solid, uh, I can we can we can build on something and, and do some work. And so after my rest year I yeah. felt going to my sophomore, let's let's do some damage. Okay. Okay. And then, uh, so I roll in the next year. Um, I, I redshirt my first year and, and it was, it was wild for me, right? Cause I came from a doormat of a program that was working to not be a doormat anymore. Like, so I'm real proud of, uh, you know, my work and my, my career in Apache Junction. We had an Ofer junior year. Um, wow. then we, uh, we lose, our first seven my senior year and then we win three out of four at the at the end and then that team ends up you know making some playoff appearances after i had graduated um but uh so for me to be invited to a team that had the number one defense in the nation to uh that that played for the conference championship the year before i was so jazzed rolling in in the uh uh-huh and excuse me uh, yeah, so I was jazz rolling in the fall of 2005, and uh, uh, it was just really, really cool to come and be a part um, of Adam State. And I get to meet you pretty early on. So now, mm-hmm. um, fall of 2000, so now I got it right. Fall of 2005, you are a part of the offense. Let's uh, let's mm-hmm. shout out that 2004 team though, real quick. Can you think of some of the players on it? You said Iceman, so you said Charles Allgood. Oh, they had yeah, they yeah. had that that beastly defensive line with Nesto, with Adam mm-hmm. Warren, yeah. Shislak, yeah. uh, Opalani Vipulu, um, Josh Swolson, yeah, well, Olson. There was a guy in the, the deep tackle. He was like a short, stocky cat. What was it? What was his name? Ram- Ramsey Johnson. 
Yeah, Ramsey, Ramsey, Ramsey was a little powerful. Ramsey Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And they had a nice secondary too with Tony, the Matt Gabalski, the drink waters. Did you say the drink waters? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those guys. Um, were, those guys. Uh, Gabalski was 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 crazy. I can't forget my can't yeah. forget my guy because if he listens to this, I'll be I'll be done. Uh, another best friend <laughs> of mine, Avilio Mejias. He ended up. Yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. He were, Yep, he was he was he was deep. He was a safety there. Uh, uh-huh. He ended up getting hurt, I believe, halfway through that season. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. good player as well. You had you had uh, you had the man, the myth, the legend, Adam Dirt McGurk, the best uh, uh, yeah, best yeah, best yeah, rover safety all American. Jason Seymour, yeah. George mm-hmm. Holly. Oh, John, John yeah. JQ, John Quinn. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, there's some dudes that on that too. squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shout was, out to the was, offense too, with uh, with Andy Hawkins, with uh, uh, Scotty Coxon, with yeah, was uh, was Demarcus Sias playing 04? Oh, I don't think so. He was nice Maybe. in 05, I don't remember, but yeah, yeah. but but shout shout out, shout out to those guys. Shout out to those guys. Oh yeah, but absolutely. Uh, absolutely. N- now, um, so so fall of 2005, I'm a redshirt freshman. You're on this. You know, I'm on the scout team. You're probably making me look silly around the corner and stuff like that. What was your uh, kind of walk us through um, your your redshirt freshman year, your sophomore year? Tell us more about that. Yeah, you know, honestly, man, I think those those next those next three years were 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 kind of a blur to me. Uh, I'll okay. be honest with you. So it didn't mm-hmm. obviously the trajectory didn't go um, as I wanted. There was there. So there were some there were some good moments some you know some 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 key moments there, um, mm-hmm. but I just didn't I, I never I never thought since uh since that that first year, our culture our DNA, um wasn't right, um but yeah so so I think you know obviously we did some good things and and, and had a lot of fun, you know on mm-hmm. the field off the field, um, but it wasn't really until to my my senior year where where it was where it was enough is enough and it was it mm-hmm. was it was time it was it was time to win it was time to do do what we came came here to do mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and not really not really play around anymore i got gotcha. you i got gotcha. you well so I, i'll just tell you some you know some of my memories like again i was just happy to be along for the ride on a on a program that had you know some you know previous success i got to get some right. reps in as, as a younger player um and uh and that felt good my observations of you tyree was like uh you super so you're gifted right so super shifty um you're a good returner um and uh just fearless right so that was something that i noticed about you i was just like oh okay the, 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 you know, Tyree, you weren't out there making business decisions or anything like that, that, uh, you know, Deion Sander talks about, like you were out there, um, <laughs> you were out there getting it, bud. What, um, is that, was that just part of your MO? Did, uh, you get extra confident wrestling? Was there a chip on your shoulder? What were some of the things that attributed to, you know, your, your fearlessness? Uh, you, you're probably right. Uh, a lot of that had to, had to do with it. I've always been, um, I've always just been kind of fearless now looking, you know, like I said, I'm not the, not the biggest guy in the world. You, you, you play, play hard. Uh, they always say, mm-hmm. you, you 
you know, it's less likely to get hurt if you just play hard. And so I've always just, right. just tried to play hard and make plays as best as, as best as I could. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, quickness and athleticism was, was what I think were, were pivotal in my game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, I mean, I, I think that always, that always carried me through wrestling was, mm-hmm. was the toughness right there. Yeah. Yeah. Going yeah. Back to childhood. I think wrestling and fight with my brother, but all that again, to me, all that was, all that was great. Uh, but we weren't winning, man. We, we, we weren't mm-hmm. at that time to a level I, I wanted us to. And, and I've always kind of, tri- I've always been a winner and I've all, I just, I just wanted to win. Uh, and so that, mm-hmm. that part of the, 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 the year was, was those, those years were, were still frustrating. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter how many, how many good plays you make, I make, anyone makes for, from a team perspective with a team game. That's why football is so beautiful. It comes down uh-huh. to, um, comes down to wins and losses and everybody moving yeah. together in, in one accord. Right. So, right. Uh, right. But yeah, man, I, I remember well, you on long on the edge. Those, those long arms, man, were not, not easy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Well, I can, uh, you know, you know, just thinking back, you know, thinking back to, you know, culture and things like that. I could definitely see that the difference in competitiveness, because um, you got just, you know, different players have different degrees of competitiveness. I think about Rocco. I think about Oscar. I think about uh, certain guys and yourself included that just had that, like, that 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 eye of the tiger, like really. Um, really invested uh really invested in winning and you know i'm not gonna like i did the best that i could right like i worked hard in the gym i did what was on the whiteboard um i did my share of goofing around but as far as one thing that i wouldn't change anything about my life but i do think about my mindset then and i think that there's a difference Mm -hmm. between the will to win and the will to not lose and I kind of criticize my own, you know, past career where, yeah, did I do the things that I was supposed to do? Yeah, I was at practice. I wasn't late. I was working hard. I was running my gasters as fast as I could. Um, I was, uh, you know, doing doing some stuff off the field. I was good academically, but I didn't do that other, you know, set of things that you need to be a winner, to to, to be, you know. I, I did enough to win some games. I did enough to, right. I didn't do enough to win all of them. And I'm not going to ban my former self. You know, I did the best that I could, but that's right. what I'm seeing that might be a little bit differently, you know, here on campus now is like, that's a, there's like a different expectation. And even though we didn't have yeah, the season yeah. that we wanted to, but that those are my observations of looking at someone like you, Oscar, and some of these other folks was, I didn't understand the difference between wanting to be, a, you know, the will to win, and the will to not lose because the will to not lose is definitely what I had. Like I was in the game. I was, I was, you know, I was working hard, but I didn't have that, uh, you know, that, 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 that killer instinct slash. But anyway, those are, those are some, you know, I wrote that down. I think we could look internally, right. And say, uh, uh-huh. and, um, just look internally and, 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 and we're all our, all, always our, our harshest critics, you know, from an sure, outside right. perspective, you know, I, I think I would be in the, the alley in the dog fight with you, Oscar, Rocco, all those guys that mm-hmm. you name any, any time, but, but <laughs> sometimes it does, sometimes, especially the team, it does take that it factor, right? And sometimes it does yeah, take yeah, yeah. one person. You, we watched the finals yesterday and you saw Draymond Green, right? He, he gets a lot of, got a harsh backlash, but 
if he wasn't getting on those those guys' butts, saying, you know, mm-hmm. don't don't do this shit. We're going this way. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you had work, well, work out. You went to class. That sort of thing. So you, I think you need those every now and then. Right, right. Well, let's talk about this, right? So let's talk about what you've, you know, kind of when you address the team this year, you talked about a turnaround, right? So we have this, you know, interesting series of events. Um, 2004, they play for the strap. 2005, winning record, uh, but feels kind of uh, like it came up short. 2006, my redshirt freshman year, your redshirt sophomore year. We have a we have a winning record. It's a six and five year, but don't quite execute the way we wanted to. Heaton had left that year. Um, 2007 is uh, is is the uh, is the stinker. Um, the two and nine right. year, um, and then we get the return of uh, of Coach Heaton your senior year. Absolutely. What was it like for you to hear yeah. that news that uh, that Coach Heaton was coming back in 2008? Man, Coach Heaton was, was was cut off the same same block. I think of of, of <laughs> all of us really. He he was a he was uh-huh. Adam State, you know, through and through. Um, yep. fiery guy, fiery guy. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot the of the hacksaw, lot of baby. Right, right. And he and he wanted to win, right? And uh, mm-hmm. probably had a little bit of short man syndrome. That's probably why I like him. Like to some degree, right? Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. all, all everyone that 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 played for for Heaton spoke spoke real highly of him. So I, it was it was exciting uh-huh. to have him have him come back uh-huh. that, that senior year. Now Coach Heaton comes back. I don't know if you yeah. remember that uh, that first year of winter conditioning and mat drills, but <laughs> that was a brutal because he was trying to you know burn the field, get the snakes out of there, uh, you know. So it was the mat drill plus a. 30 yard sprint um pretty yeah, a lot of people were, pre- lot of pretty people were brutal throwing up, th- th- throwing up at those times yep. the, the, the trash cans yep. had some good friends yeah we were getting we were getting after it um then uh so th- so 2008 we start the season we have a couple of you know money games up front long mm-hmm. bus rides against uh d1 double a's and we get into some conference play and things aren't going how we would prefer them to go and that kind of ends up with uh with you making some making some challenges to us as teammates to some coaches um you know you don't gotta uh go through every bit of that but what what was that like for you where you said hey let's uh let's make some changes guys uh yeah so i I mean i I argue about so with coach harrison now i argue about this with, with him right now uh, mm-hmm. I think I think I think the players have to want to win first. Um, mm-hmm. And through that year, Coach Coach Heaton came in his first first year as a head coach. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, we were losing. It was, it was, it was my senior my senior year. Um, and like I said earlier, it was it was it was enough enough is enough. Um, and I've mm-hmm. and, and 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 I'm so coaches weren't coaching good. Uh, players mm-hmm. weren't playing. Players weren't weren't playing well. Uh, right. And so. I think somewhere around the lawn, along the line, I got maybe some of this, this, this rep that, you know, maybe it was, it was about, about me or, you know, I think, mm-hmm. I think, and it's just a, a new staff, right? Just didn't really know the players, get to know who's you playing. And, and by the time we were losing, I think it was in, in mind, I just was enough is enough. And, and I don't know how to put it, put it lightly or any bluntly, but it was in all honesty for, for anyone that was there, I, I, I tried to fight the coach. I tried to fight Washington. Um, uh-huh. 
and straight up to this to this day we 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 were with and um but I, I I have a lot of respect for him because uh you know I think we broke it up and I just I just voiced my opinion I voiced my displeasure um mm-hmm. with everything from from top to bottom um what was what was going on and mm-hmm. um you know thankfully Wassinger didn't 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 kick me off the team mm-hmm. uh, we made we made it back home he got he got sharper um, mm-hmm. Coach Heaton got sharper. Uh, and, and for me, it was, it was, it was me. I, I, I think, uh, and from that point on, I knew I couldn't just have, have words either. Right. So I came to practice mm-hmm. every single day. Um, and, and it was, it was crazy. It's hard to really hard to explain it. I wore black to practice every day. I flipped my shirts inside and out. I wanted no writing on my, on my, on my shirt. It was really business like mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. And I was going to, I was going to end this thing, um, as a winner, we were going to end it as winners and uh mm-hmm. from that point on uh everything everything changed we we practice i mean that go game going into mesa people see the last drive but we practiced mm-hmm. so hard i mean that was mm-hmm. the hardest we practiced for that for for a week my whole career that that i was there mm-hmm. uh and it was a, and it was a, and it was a, and it was just a lot of love and everyone was we started to fight for each other um, not mm-hmm. just in the game. It was, it was, it was for practice. Uh, so that mm-hmm. was, uh, that, that's kind of how, that's kind of how that, how it went, man. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And then I don't know if this, uh, lines up with your memory, but we, we lose, we get blinked by mines, 23, nothing. Come back the next week. No, that was week. after. No, 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 no. Oh. We didn't lose after. No, trust me. We, we, no. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. We, yeah. We, I was reading we, that. So, so we go. Montana State. We go to we, we no. We go to we Cedar go to Yeah. We yep. lose a close one to Shatter, and we lose. We get blanked by Carney. Uh, lose yep. the Highlands, thirteen seven. Crazy. Western crazy. New Mexico. Western New Mexico is when we get our first dub that year. Um, and then we eke out Fort Lewis. Um, lo- lose the mines. Uh, but now, now that I'm looking at this, we end up beating one, two, three. Uh, I'm glad you four. have it in front of you, but I have it. I have it in the memory, like it was, like it was uh-huh. yesterday. It was after uh-huh. the mines in the locker room, where I went complete. Um, I don't know, a wall and and yeah. uh, berserk, uh-huh. berserk on everything. Mm-hmm. And after that game in mines in the locker room, we did not lose. I don't know the teams, That's the right. names. It doesn't matter. We did not Mesa Western no Pueblo. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. So, 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 so I, I don't think we would have lost. And I don't think if we would have played all those teams again, and plus whoever, uh-huh. uh, we, we, we would have lost. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. So we got hot. And then, so after that, right. So we have this moment where it's, uh, you know, this challenge, everyone comes out. We start, you know, uh, spitting Tiffany cufflinks. Uh, we <laughs> go to play. We go to play uh, a Mesa team. I believe Bobby Coy is the um, – he was the stud running back. He was a senior that year, and that was even the year where there was an O-lineman that cut his finger off. He opted for a surgery to amputate rather oh, than – I remember that. Um, remember yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, he opted for that remember. surgery. Um, mm-hmm. And so – they, they and because he the reason they went for that surgery – 
I don't know what their record was leading up to that. I think it was pretty good. And I think they had a conference championship in their sights and they came to the Mo and in the, you know, in the final, in the, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough game all the way through fourth quarter. You can even see it. I'll put a link in the description here is the Adam state drive where you score the winning touch. Uh, you, you score the touchdown that, um, that we that we need to get us back uh, that get us back in the game at the end of that drive. Yeah, and uh, you 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 said a lot of good names uh, in, in that Mesa team, and they were ranked top twenty, I think, in the in the country mm-hmm. that year. But at mm-hmm. the end of the day, um, it it didn't matter who was on their team and who who lined uh-huh. up across from us because I I we we had a level of intensity of of we're coming out, we're gonna we're gonna win this game. I think no one especially in the RMAC thought we were going to win, but, but we had that, that, that confidence within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then that last, then that, the drive, right. You, you call it the drive, the drive. was just, uh, was just, was just memorable with something else. You know what the best thing about that drive was? It doesn't matter about the game, game winning touchdown. I went mm-hmm. and you sent me that clip maybe about it almost a year ago now. And that was the first time I, I, I actually seen it. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I just know from memory, I think every single person, and it was a culmination of team. That draw drive was a culmination of team. I think every single person that suited up, especially on offense, probably felt like caught a ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Every, you know, the ball was going to, to different people. Uh, mm-hmm. Baca scrambled and made some plays. Um, and mm-hmm. Finally, the offense would, would clicked. Uh, I happened to, 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 to score it at the end. But uh, everybody worked together, and we and we and we literally drove down the field to to win that yeah. game. Great, great, great team victory. Great team victory. Um, well, a great way to, for you to cap it off, um, to cap off your career as an Adam State football player. Um, and uh, yeah, that's a cool clip to that's that's a cool click to have. Shout out to Josh Gibson who uh, on the two point conversion runs the Wildcat and jumps about a mile up in the air to get the deuce. Um, that was, uh, that, that was a great time and to win out to beat Western after that and to go in and, uh, to the best of my knowledge, we were the only squad that has beaten CSU Pueblo. Um, so to oh, yeah. go in there, um, finish the season against Pueblo, then you hand the fire off to us the next year. Um, and, uh, so, so Tyree, let's, uh, let's, let's start transitioning now. All right. So, um, let me see if I can remember this. So if I would have recalled, uh, we get done with football, me and your roommates for a month, and uh, you were trying to get uh, wrestling going. You were kind of, you know, uh, you were getting into the room. You were taking care of the, the rest of the room, taking care of some business there. Um, and then, uh, but you were also starting to work. I remember you working at Chili's. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Thank, so you're, so you're thanks, getting it thanks, there. Thanks for taking me in. Yeah, thanks for taking <laughs> me in. I think come come. Yeah, my senior year just just hard work. Uh, Liz Thomas, shout, shout out to Liz. Uh, helped me get a uh-huh. job over there at uh, at uh, at Chili's. And so yeah, I was I was working working going to school and playing football, man. And and uh, so I mm-hmm. guess I've, I've I guess I've always kept kind of kind of three jobs in my life. And, and mm-hmm. I guess that was, that should that should have been a should have been of a, a theme, like. Right. Mm-hmm. How the rest, how the rest of my life is gonna go. But, uh, that's, but yeah. that'll be the title of your book. Keep three jobs. Right. I guess, man. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so, so, I was it was it was hard work, and I I, I appreciate those times. 
Yeah, yeah. So let's let's talk about that transition, right? Because we're talking, you know, 2008, 2009, the world's a different place. Now they can't find people to work. Um, <laughs> different different situation um, at that time. There was, we had plenty of friends that uh, they finished up their four-year degrees and they took some jobs because they had to and, you know, stocking grocery shelves and, and doing other kinds of things. Um, mm -hmm. you go out, I think you were, uh, delivering some pizzas and you're also, uh, you started working at the bank. So let's, let's transition into your, uh, your, your quote unquote professional career and how'd you get started there? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think, I don't know if, if, if um, it's throwback, but that 2008, 2009 period was like the great recession, right? It was like one of the worst mm -hmm. time, time periods in, in, right. in the country, country. So it was tough, you know, obviously you had to have a business degree. You think you're just going to, you're going to set the world on fire, right? Everyone's going to want to hire you, but that wasn't necessarily mm -hmm. the case. And so right. um, I, I ended up being, well, especially uh, getting, start, sorry to interrupt you, but especially since you were a high academic performer, um, I, I bet you, went out of there with at least a three, four, cause I know you got a uh, national football foundation recognition, which means that you started or a contributor and you had at least a three, two GPA. Um, right. So you were a high academic performer and we're out, you know, you're out there in the workforce just trying to figure it out. Yeah. I had a lot of great, great professors that took it easy on me. Um, but, <laughs> but, but absolutely. So, uh, you know, education was, was something I prided myself on as, on as well. Um, mm -hmm. And so yeah, I thought I thought I was I thought I was you know uh, uh, a young hotshot gonna gonna make a million dollars I guess, but it, it, that wasn't mm -hmm. the case. And and um, but yeah, so I got a job at US US Bank making a solid ten dollars an hour as a as yep. a teller. Um, mm -hmm. And so yeah, from there um, yeah, believe it or not, moved up to Denver, Colorado with the with the ex of mine at the time, and uh, yeah, mm -hmm. got a got a job at this little local pizza 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 joint um mm -hmm. and yeah it was, was was delivering delivering pizzas man after after work and so that was um mm -hmm. still to this day still to this day i think people don't understand um if you really humble yourself i think you can you can you could do great things because having that pizza job changed changed my life uh and changed the trajectory uh really uh, of my career and where I was headed. Let's put let's put attack in that because I think I know where the pizza job leads you to. But let's go yeah. and let's talk about you working your way into a vice president position. So um, you humble your pie, you yeah. take the teller job. What did you do to get into that next position? How did you approach that? Because I could see somebody who might be feeling, oh, I got a degree, I'm above this. Um, I could see yeah. someone kind of, you know, dragging their, you know, what through the dirt, being sad about it. How did you approach being a teller and how, what, and how did that uh, lead to your next step? Yeah, just, you know, look, you, I feel like you still look for opportunities. It was, uh, you know, the next position from teller, obviously, at that time was going to a, to a banker. And so I was at uh -huh. one of like the worst branches, quote unquote, um, in, in our market. It was like this branch that was tucked away. Everyone that went to a banker kind of got demoted essentially because they couldn't hit their numbers or whatever the case may be. Um, but again, it was just kind of that. I, I was a teller for six months. I loved engaging and connecting with with people and clients. And so um, I kept seeing bankers just either you know literally getting fired or kind of demoted back down to a teller. 
And at that point, again, it was kind of like the Adam State thing. I just said, hey, they're just really not working hard, man. You can you can really go get it uh, if you wanted to. Um, and I didn't mm-hmm. know how I was going to do, so it was, it was kind of scary. Um, everyone else you figured kinda, it out. Yeah, they just like, well, next next person up the up the bat is is uh, let's try to have, give him this banker role, mm-hmm. uh, see what mm-hmm. see what he can do. And I and I just I blew it out the park. Um, and so I had a, nice. had a really really. Uh, I think I was probably number one in our district or whatever the case it was at the time, all type of, you know, achievements and awards. And then, from you know, really from there, um, I think you do you, it. It's just like business is like sports. If you do well, they'll find you. And you won't even mm-hmm. have to, especially internally, you don't you won't even have to apply, quote unquote, essentially as, as much. You know, they'll find you. And so uh, the business department. You know, actually, just ended up reaching out, saying, "Hey, you know, heard a lot about, had a lot of really good things about you. Uh, would would love to see if you're interested to come over to be a um, business business banker, essentially, uh, at the mm-hmm. time." And I was like, "Oh, okay, pretty cool." So I applied, and and then I so I I spent um, almost a you know eight years, almost a decade in my career on our business banking side in our in our commercial world. So mm-hmm. that's that's kind of how that happened. There you go. Well, I'd love to talk to you some more about that um, some other time where we really piece out, you know, the different habits. But I I would suspect that you applied the blueprint that you had used in sports and in wrestling and in academics where, you know, you did the extra things you needed to do to be a winner. You put in uh, the extra hours. You did the little things. Um, anything in particular that stands out is like, yeah, if there's one thing I got to do, this is it. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit it on the head, really, AJ. It's um, finding finding your niche, finding your passion. If you love to, if you if you if you love to do anything, it's not really a really a job. And so, right, I right. Loved, I love business. I love helping people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and I think I went the extra mile to make sure that that that, and I still do, really, that that people are taking care right. of. Uh, well, and and those uh, those obviously didn't go unnoticed because you got yourself. Not only did you get yourself promoted and you got some internal awards, but you got recognized as uh, a forty under forty in the by, by the mm-hmm. Business Insider Journal up in Denver. What was that like for you to uh, to be recognized by like an entire community and a whole big publication of all these different businesses? Yeah, that was kind of surreal, um, uh-huh. and and that's kind of a longer story, maybe how that happened. But the the, the best part about that is, um, you know, forty under forty, right? So it's one of the top top business executives in the Denver metro area, which is you know pretty much a top market in the country. Um, mm-hmm. But it was a it was a recognition of peers, right? So it's nothing that mm-hmm. I you know, applied for or anything like that. So my right. my job, my co- company. Uh, nominated nominated me for 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 that award and then um, yeah the, the the Denver Business Journal um, selected me as, as as one of the win- one of the winners for uh, I think it was 2020 or 2021 so yeah it was a uh, mm-hmm. pretty cool but it was you know something if, if 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 your peers recognize you for for doing good work then then you 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 feel like you're, you're doing some really really good things in the community. But um, you know, I'll, I'll I'll summarize it by obviously after the after the George Floyd uh, situation happened, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of a lot of times um, uh, non minorities, you know, when things like that happen, they have have a good heart. They they'll reach out to um, the impacted communities and ask, you know, you know, 
what should we do? What can we do? What can we do? So I kept getting that, those kind of questions all the time. And that's really unfair, mm -hmm. right? The people that are impacted, you're asking them what to do. Really, it's really the people that, that, that are they're not impacted to, to help and come uplift. And so I mm -hmm. created this, I created this platform and I switched all that narrative called We The Solution. And so built mm -hmm. out, built out a team. And so, it's, so instead of asking me, what's the solution, right? We are all the solution. And so we did some crazy, crazy, crazy work internally at our, at our company, our organization uh, that really mm -hmm. bring, brought people, brought people together to talk about that, that DEI type stuff. Uh, and it was just, it's, it's one of the, and there's no dollar tied to it, no income tied to it. Uh, but it's probably one of the most memorable things that I've ever done in, in my life and my career and the impact that we've had, we had in the community uh, really to, to uplift and, and bring people together was, was, was surreal. That's uh that's awesome, right? Because that's not just being successful in your particular craft, uh, for your company, in your industry. That's doing it so well that it puts you in a position that you get to change you get to change the community. You get to make things better than when you found them. So uh on behalf of the school of business and Adam State, man, way to way to go. I think that that's what students that are getting ready to graduate that have graduated they can they can set your they can set their sights on a achievement like you've made and uh and work towards that that's really good good work sir good work yeah, love let's let's love man now let me now let's go back to the pizza right so <laughs> you're slanging right you're slanging some pizza pies you're delivering them around the city and i and i believe oh, you have a, a chance encounter with an individual that would change your trajectory. Again, yeah. So, like, like you said on the last thing, don't know what's outside the job description, right? It's gonna, it's gonna take, uh -huh. especially young, young people in, in the business world. Um, you'll be paid more, and people will recognize it. Um, mm -hmm. Just having a good attitude and good mindset. And so, yeah, one, one day, our pizza shop. It was like, like I said, a little mom and pop shop. Closed at eight thirty. Uh, I get a phone call and I'll try to summarize this, this story real quick. Get a phone rings and it's literally 8:30 on the dot. And mm -hmm. we had a you know young young high school girl in there working with me at the time. It's me and her. We had just cleaned up the shop. We're done. We're ready to go home. And the phone rings, believe it or not. And um, you know I'm thinking I got I should probably run if I'm the business owner of this of this mom and pop restaurant. I would want to get this this sale right. Mm -hmm. um, and so. The young girl, she was out of there. She ready, she ready to go home. And I felt like, you know, kind of like a little manager or mentor or whatever. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, no problem, go home. But I, I still wanted to show her kind of like a little bit of the work ethic at the time. That was my, my, my thought process. Anyways, mm -hmm. a guy on the across the phone says, um, yeah, I'm sorry. I know you guys are closed or closing, but the Nuggets game is about to come on. <laughs> I really would like, I would really like a like a pie. I was like, man, all right. I was like, well, come come through now. Uh, I'm like, we're, we're closing up, we're clean, but I, you know, I'll, I'll throw one on. But if, you know, I don't want to wait all all night. So if you come come by, I'll, I'll make it. And literally, this this individual that, that that comes by, I guess was lived right across the street thing there from the from the pizza joint. So he comes over mm -hmm. and like points two seconds. I don't even have the the pizza in at this time. And so we literally have the whole time with a pizza stock in. Um, and, and, and we're talking about just life in general. So he starts asking me those questions kind of, 
you know, where are you from? What are you doing now? Blah, blah, blah. And I said, you know, I just graduated from, from Adam State not too long ago, play, play football, play ball, whatever the case may be. Um, and yeah, just moved up to, to Denver and, and just working so this pizza joint to get some extra money. So he told me about, and then, so I finally, what do you do when someone asked that? I finally asked him what he did. Uh, and he told mm-hmm. me that he was in the NFL. He told me he was in the NFL. And I was like, really? Oh, like, and he and he told me, yeah. So the, the light went off, and he told me he was a uh, football official in the in the NFL. And he said, you know, at the, at this time, he was always trying to get, you know, they're always trying to get young brothers in, in, involved in the game and giving back to the game and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and so at that point, I said, man, I would, that that seems cool. I played football my whole life, and so I was. I said, uh, you know, anything better than, than slanging pizzas right now. So, yeah, he, he got me started off in Little League football, believe it or not. And, um, and so Home that's where your pie from, again. Exactly. So getting, getting yelled at by, by officials. He showed up to, to game <laughs> one. It was terrible. I have an NFL referee behind me. I don't know what I'm doing from, from on, on the field. Um, mm-hmm. but, but yeah, from, from, from there, that's kind of where my officiating trajectory started. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. where the foundation was built. And so I say people, I haven't missed a football season since I was nine years old. And so it's going on, <laughs> I don't know how many years now, probably coming up to, I don't know, 20 plus, almost 30, yeah. almost 30 years. It's crazy. Well, and, and look at you now. So, you know, I, I matter probably just a matter of time before uh you're on the you're on the big stage in sundays but um and i'm not going to be surprised when it happens so that is a that's a wild thing right and what what gets you there humble pie going the extra mile doing right by the business owner even though they might not have ever knew about it you know it's a 50 dollars sale 20 dollars sale whatever it was it did make a difference. Um, all the stuff mm-hmm. we do like that matters. Absolutely. Well, yeah. And really. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, well, you, so you mentioned you hadn't missed a, um, you, you, you hadn't, you know, missed a season since you were nine years old. I'll tell you what I did last season, Tyree, was I watched every single minute of Adam State football because I've probably oh, been. Man to about five games since I last played a couple of homecomings, a couple of Western games. Right, um, right. And uh, I struck up, you know, the relationship with coach Crowther and why well, I, I had my relationship with him, but I struck it up with coach Harrison too. Um, and just got engaged in a way that I had not been for a very long right. time with uh adam state football and you know part of that for me was going on my own journey going back to school to become a doctor uh, and taking those classes and coach harrison having those uh players in in the school of business on sundays study hauling it um during a time when there was no certainty that he was going to end up being the head coach because he was on an interim basis um i really didn't have a relationship with the previous two head coaches, um, had brushed shoulders with them a couple of times, but really, you know, I wasn't that interested in it. They didn't particularly seem that interested in it. But I'll tell you what, um, 
because I want you to tell us a little bit more about Coach Harrison because he's got some magic about him, and I'm kind of on his jock right now. I realize that, but he uh, uh, he's got some qualities and some characteristics about him. So part of the reason I became so engaged, part of the reason I started this podcast and we're having this conversation right now is because is because of Coach Harrison. So can you sing a couple of his praises or, or give us some leverage that we can uh, make fun of him or something because, you know, he's just a dude who's got it going. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about Coach Harrison. No, nah, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep some dirt. You know, I won't I won't spill too much <laughs> dirt on him. Uh, but no, he Coach Harrison, man. Like I said, he 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 he's he's my role dog. He's my my best friend. And but I'll I'll, I'll be honest with you. He he kind of not pissed me off, but I knew <laughs> early on, and and and, he, and and you can ask him. I was I have to be one of the first people. One of the the from the day I met him until we started hanging out, I told him, "Man, you're gonna be a coach. You're you're a coach. You're gonna be a coach," because he mm-hmm. would. We had our defensive coordinator in high school was was one of the best was the best coach I've ever played for. It was crazy, and he had just amazing sayings and one liners. And Darrell Harrison to this day, you can ask him. Uh, he can basically regurgitate and say his, his speeches, his lines, mm-hmm. he sounds exactly like our, our defensive coordinator, <laughs> Coach Jarvis. And we would, you know, mm-hmm. have fun with it. He would do that. And he would do that when we were, we were, we were kids. And I was just mm-hmm. like, man, you are, you, you could just see his leadership qualities even back mm-hmm. then. And I said, man, you're going to be a coach. But he decides to go get like, I don't know, like a sociology degree or something at Mizzou. And even in college, I'm like, man, you're going to be a coach, man, be, be a coach. So it, his journey took him a, a little bit different path when he, when he graduated, but I'm so grateful that he, you know, he finally came around. I've always saw it in him uh, lead, leading young people or people in general. And so Adam state couldn't have a, have a better individual at the helm uh, leading and, and working with with young men because uh, you know he, he's he's helped me on my journey. He's always rooted for me, lead lead leading me in ways when especially when I needed needed to be led. Um, and so, yeah, I'm 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 more excited. The, what would bring me most happiness now is is for for that team and for Coach Harrison to to have success. It would, it would mean more than any success that, that I've had in my career. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and so the, you know, they fueled me up when I was feeling sorry for myself, getting back into school going, I don't know if I can do this. You know, they filled my cup up, um, seeing right. them studying. I said, Oh, I can put in the time too. And then to watch them, you know, grow over the season and change finally, finally, you know, just keep pounding the rock every day, getting that first, that first dub against Fort Lewis. Um, it was, it's really awesome to watch them grow. And then my observation is, as a professor, is that his players are behaving differently in a very positive way compared mm. to the past mm. regimes. Like players in the front row, players asking me questions, players inviting me to games. Um, and mm. so my observation as a professor cool. is that, um, you know, he's getting these boys proper on the field. He's getting them proper in the classroom too. And I, you know, credit him, credit his staff with coach Ellis, coach Riley, um, and, uh, and, and all those fellows over there. So it's been very, it's, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm really I excited. I'm not, I love it. I love, love, to, love to hear that. I'm not there. You're, mm-hmm. you're there. Day to day, so, so that's, uh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
it's all it, well, it's it's, um, gonna get some... yeah abs- absolutely i'm um it's uh it's exciting and now um coach harrison's doing his thing he's getting his players to do his thing and in a, uh, in a different way you and i are working to make our contribution because you know i kind of believe that uh it's gonna take the adam state football army for us to mm. be successful as far as right. uh you know the the volunteer time you're putting in towards the foundation me doing some of this stuff but as much you know as much love and support that we can give them as alumni as adam state football players i think that these are things that we're going to need to really be successful at adam state and coach harrison is going to do a lot of the work on it but i think that we all got a opportunity to contribute right. as as past players, huh? Right. Absolutely. And that's the good thing about Coach Harrison and, and himself and everybody else is we is he really wants to reconnect, right, with um mm-hmm. with the alumni and with, with our with our era and eras before us. And so we need that momentum. We need that energy from the from the whole family, right? It's it takes it mm-hmm. it takes a village. It takes a village to, to help right. raise these kids when they when they even get out of school. Uh, and it takes a village mm-hmm. for them now to be successful. So that's a great point that you made. That we all have to come together, reconnect, show up to show up to games, show up with support. Um, there's ways yep. to donate finance financially with with your time. Right. Uh, going down there, really, right, right, to just to see and meet with the kids. You know, I think we we all can do a part in helping uh, these young young men and these coaches be successful. Mm-hmm. You said an important word there. The uh, re-engage and uh, Coach Crowther is aware of this because we all mm-hmm. love, you know, not everybody, but most of us, we love Adam State. And, you know, just like when Coach Seymour, you know, threw that shirt off, showed us his grizzly paw <laughs> tat on him and said, man, this stuff's for life. You know, that's oh, a big yeah. moment. He's he's absolutely right because this stuff is for life. And uh, recognizing the importance of connecting everybody, they got some events planned. We got one coming up next week in the yeah. greater Denver area, which will be at Top Golf, five to eight in the Top Golf and Centennial. And that's a part of the greater Denver area alumni association or Adam State alumni getting together, hosting an event. Um, yep. I know, Tyree, unfortunately, you're not going to be there because you're going to be, you know, Oh, busy being me. a professional being a professional referee but um we'll have coach crowther there we got some of the other uh fellows from the bad old days coach harrison's gonna be there and this will be an event that if you're in the denver metro area you're gonna want to come and check it out tyree did i lose you no, I heard you. Yeah. Um, okay. Denver Metro area. If you're, if you, if you are in town, you got to show up and show out. Um, mm-hmm. And just like you said, reengage, reconnect with one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, share, share some of those old, old time war stories that we love to hear and, and gather around mm-hmm. about. Um, but it'd be nice to just sh- to exchange contact information, phone numbers. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have an ear to the street, hopefully with you and everybody else else there. Unfortunately, like you said, I won't be able to be there. I'll be in uh, Canton, Ohio for our playoff game in the USFL. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, look forward to hearing who the heck can't hit a golf ball. 
Yeah, well, and I'm going to put all the details to that event. It's June the 23rd, 2022, 5 to 8, family-friendly. I'm going to have a link that what individuals do. They follow that link. They sign up for the event. Um, there'll be food there. You get to bring uh, an additional person. And I'm hoping that that'll put us in a situation where we can start having some more of those. You know, I loved my favorite part about training for football in the summertime was getting around the barbecue on a Friday after our hard weeks of work, um, getting some protein down and, and really enjoying each other's company and, uh, and thinking about Adam state football. And I think that we're going to be able to make those connections, re reun reunite some of our past with some of our past workout partners, with some of our teammates, the people that we rode on those buses, stayed in hotels and Oklahoma panhandle, and uh, I'm hoping this series of events that's coming up will help get that accomplished. Hey, man, I've seen your workouts nowadays, though, so I don't know if I need to be working <laughs> out. But, uh, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Wait, Tyree, thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you for your contributions uh, currently to Adam State Football, but your entire career, what you brought to the team, um, it was uh, – it, 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 was, it was a great honor to share the gridiron with you. And I look forward to working with you to continue to reconnect, tell these great stories of all these Adam State football players out there. Thank you, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks, AJ. I appreciate you again for everything that you do. Uh, and one time, Coach Fell, we love you, man. Yeah, go cease the beast. He's back home. So I got to get him on the pod. We got to get a cease the beast on the pod. But he's back home after his amputation. And, uh, yeah, more to come. Cecil Fell. There we go, man. Appreciate you. I appreciate you too, buddy. All right, brother. See you. That's it for this episode of the Adam State Football Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, please follow the podcast, share on social media, leave some ratings and reviews. If you have an idea for a podcast guest, send an email to adamstatefootballpodcast at gmail.com. Link in the description. Thanks a lot for listening. Go A-State.